understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up and welcome to The Stranded Face Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Hurley, and we are back for another 15-minute Friday, or at least I hope. I'm going to try to get this out in 15 minutes. I was thinking about, I feel like I've been reminiscing a lot lately about how just, I keep using this word blissful, but that's what it feels like, how blissful my life has been. And and I even have to separate it into different categories, things like not just my business or not just the freedom to work for myself, but, you know, just the the success of it, um, my family, my son, my relationship, my personal health, my feeling of success and um, the the success of my achievements. There's just been a lot of things that have seemed to unfold it and be working out for the best right now. And it excites the hell out of me all. But when I break them into different categories, I've started to think a little bit about what exactly has made them all simultaneously successful at the same time. And was it all the same factors? Have I changed dramatically? Is there something I'm doing differently? And Lately, I realized of all the things, um, my relationship with my fiance has gotten just amazingly better, um, as well as my business. And there was just, there's a wealth of things that have helped, but something I've noticed to be very fluent in our relationship right now is vulnerability. So I wanted to talk to you guys about the value of vulnerability today. And before I jump in, I want to shout at the rooftops. I am not the expert of vulnerability. There's already an expert out there. Dr. Brene Brown is awesome. She has several books on vulnerability, Rising Strong, um, Dare t- Daring Greatly. I mean, several TEDx's and interviews with Oprah. So a lot of the things you're going to hear me say today are things I've repeated from her. But what I can tell you the truth about is um, putting it into practice and how beneficial it's been in relationships and even in my business. So first things first, because I always try to look at this from my point of view a few years ago is how would I have looked at this had I heard someone talking about it? Let's talk about what vulnerability is not. What vulnerability is not, it's not oversharing. Like y'all already know somebody on Facebook like this. I have someone very clear in my mind right now that overshares way too much on Facebook. And it's like, that's not vulnerability. There's nothing about that is vulnerable. I I applaud you for being an oversharer. However, that um, is not a form of vulnerability. What it also is not, and this is like the key one that I really want to point out, it's not simply just communication. Because I see this all the time. People think, like you've been talking to your homegirl, your homeboy, and they're talking about the issues in their relationship, and they chalk it up to at the end, well, we just need to be better communicators. You know, we got in this argument, and at the end, she really didn't tell me this, and I didn't understand, or this and that and the other. Maybe, but not really. Being better communicators is the surface level solution, 
most relationships need vulnerability. They need partners to be brave enough to be vulnerable. And vulnerability is not a lie. It's not telling the ugly truth because, oh, I don't like when you do this. No, it's the tender truth about how you actually feel about something. Like telling someone how you actually feel about something. And the problem with that, that most of us aren't willing to suffer from, is we're protecting ourselves from pain. So we think we're doing the right thing and we're not willing to suffer, but we're also preventing ourselves at the same time from feeling loved. Like we are living in an era right now that we are feeling forced to toughen up and the shit is killing us. Like it's leaving us lonelier than ever right now. Vulnerability is the ability to like, actually, you know what? I'll give you the textbook definition. It's being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed. Doesn't that sound crazy? So like, if you read that definition, that, that means <laughs> to me, that sounds like that could be someone walking, um, in a not safe neighborhood, like <laughs> physically being attacked or harmed. But that is really what vulnerability mm-hmm. is, is it's, it's being brave enough to put that tender truth out there, knowing that you could easily be attacked by others because this is just past the typical norm. But one thing I've always known for certain, like I've known this for years is that vulnerability is the key to connection. That is the premise of my podcast is to talk about things that most people don't want to talk about because they're outside of the norm and find ways for people to be able to connect through this. Because the truth is, is that the majority of us are going through it. We just aren't willing to share it because somewhere along the lines, it became embarrassingly unnormal to share these things. And I can give you so many examples where a lack of vulnerability has almost torn up my relationship, but I'm even more excited to tell you what it has done to benefit my relationship. Like words can't even describe a week ago when my fiance was in Austin, he was at a conference and he was asked to speak. Now I'm going to tell you guys something personal about my relationship, but I've been with my fiance for five years and I literally think that he's just got it all under control. And this is just what he has given me. Like, it's not that I haven't seen him weak before upset or hurt or whatever. Um, but I've always felt like when he's asked to speak or he's on camera, he just flows, man. Like he just makes it seem like it's the easiest shit in the world. Um, so I just don't think that any of those things get him riled up. And so he was asked while at the conference to speak on stage because of all of his success um, with the group of people that he was working with. And he had a day to prepare for it. And so that morning um, I said, you know, I'm so excited for you. Let me know how it goes, blah, 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 blah. And he wrote me back and said, would it surprise you if I told you I'm really super nervous about today? Y'all, I had to acknowledge the feeling. I was like, I'm so glad you told me that. Because it reminded me that like, he's just like me. He's got the same fears as me. He's got the same doubt as me. And somebody that's been doing this seven more years than me still has the same doubt and fears that I do. And it gave us an instant connection. And when I said, I'm so glad you told me that, he was like, yeah, I'm so glad I did too. And then I had an, it gave me an opportunity to encourage him. And then afterwards he said, oh, you know, I'm so glad you encouraged me. Thank you. Like, we kind of walked through his speech together and he was like, I'm so glad we did that. It actually, you know, I got a standing ovation. Um, But imagine if he had kept to himself 
that he was nervous or doubtful, I would have never taken an opportunity to encourage him. And we would have never had that opportunity to connect. And I know that's a layman's example, but I want you guys to understand where when we miss an opportunity for vulnerability and we don't share those feelings that we think could possibly embarrass us or they're just so truthful that the norm says don't say these things out loud, how we miss an opportunity to connect with someone, especially when it's your partner. Now, if you're listening to this, because I'm thinking of me a couple years ago, and I had it had I been listening to something like this or I heard someone talk about this, there's a good possibility I'd be confused about what the hell this person was talking about. Because you could be listening to this and be unsure if you're even able to understand vulnerability or not. It's a word that's used interchangeably for other words all the time. And you may be saying, like, I don't even know if I'm vulnerable or not with my my friends or my partner or whomever. Or maybe I am. I think I am. But if you're listening to this and you're unsure whether you're vulnerable or not, I need you to know that you've actually already decided not to be at some point. Because there was a time when I decided not to be. It took me a lot of work to actually be. Because you decided when you were hurt at some point that you were going to put a wall up and protect yourself. Because vulnerability is as simple as putting yourself out there. Honestly, putting yourself out there. It's not even always relationships. Sometimes it's being with a group of people laughing so hard until you cry and then saying that was so much fun. Or, that was so funny or I love you guys so much. And then everyone looks at you like, wow, that was a lot. You know, most people don't even express their real feelings in, in present situations because they're afraid of people's natural reaction. When in all reality, there might be somebody in that group that's going to say, wow, I'm so glad you said that because me too. I really love this. I have so much fun. Have you ever been at work in a group setting? And you don't like what's going on. And finally, someone speaks up and says, you know what, guys, I really don't like this. I don't like the way this is going. I don't like, you know, I don't like what's being said. And then it gives you an opportunity to pipe up and say, wow, me too. I'm so glad you said that. Like vulnerability is not shameful. It's not weak. It's brave. It sets other people free. It gives an opportunity for connection. And that's why I think this is so important that people understand the value of vulnerability because I promise you it's changed my most important relationships in my life. And even in my business, vulnerability has come into play because for a lot of us, vulnerability feels like looking stupid. Because the vulnerability in my business has been asking people for help, even if they've explained to me twice how to do it and I go to do it and I'm like, shit, I really don't understand this. And going back and saying, I know you've explained this to me twice, but I really don't understand it. I actually kind of feel stupid when I do it. And then they say, okay, let me explain it in a different way. And then we're able to get through it. For a lot of you, it's just asking for help or feeling like, feeling, expressing that you may feel stupid or like you're unable to understand something the way that other people are. And then you never ask the right questions because you're so scared to look stupid. Like vulnerability is asking for help even when it seems like it could be the most embarrassing thing on the planet right now. Vulnerability is an opportunity to connect. What if there's somebody else sitting next to you or in a group of people that also doesn't understand and your vulnerability sets them free? Now I want to hone in something on something else that I noticed when I started being vulnerable versus like the the real true vulnerability I have now. All of this becomes easier because you may be like 
trying to baby step into being vulnerable with your loved ones or those around you or the people you spend the most time with. But it becomes easier for us to do when we like when our self-worth is securely intact. Because when I lack confidence, when I'm struggling with my self-worth, which is an ongoing journey as a female, um, when it is secure, when I'm feeling truly good about myself, I don't really care what I express because I'm not looking for anything in return. Just the freedom to release those feelings is good enough for me. Like I, I can give you a really silly example. Years ago in the beginning of my relationship, if my fiance was out of town and I didn't get a good night text, y'all, my mind would go up in smoke and y'all can chalk that up to trust issues and everything else. And of course there's tons of things that are combined, but last week when he was out of town, he called me and said, man, I'm just checking in because shoot, you've never even hit me up. Like, and that has nothing to do with him, but my self-worth is intact these days in another way. Like I don't need him to feel fully whole. I don't need to know where he's at to feel fully whole. Like this doesn't mean I don't go days without talking to him and I don't want to miscommunicate the message that I'm trying to help you interpret, but I don't need to know where he's at every four hours to feel secure with myself. There's a lot going on internally that makes me very, very happy. So he might come second or third on the checklist of things or people to check in with, but it also like that level of self-worthiness right now and self-love gives me the ability to be vulnerable because I don't freak out, get scared or worried or concerned about how I look to him or anyone else when I'm given the opportunity to be vulnerable. As a matter of fact, when I'm given the opportunity to be vulnerable, I feel like, wow, one, I know I'm instantly going to connect with somebody. Two, I'm most likely going to set someone free. And three, someone's going to feel empowered because what I said, which was vulnerable for me, is actually relatable to them. And they just haven't had the opportunity to say it because they are so scared of being embarrassed or outing those feelings and being portrayed as weak or dumb. All I'm asking you of this 15 minute Friday is to start living with courage. Like vulnerability is beautiful. It's, it's a love language that we can use to connect with others. It doesn't cost us anything. It doesn't require us to be anything we're not. It's an opportunity. It's our scars. It's an opportunity to show off our beautiful scars. Like you can wear your vulnerability with pride, with pride, like When I was in, I'm going to give you another example. When I was in high school, I had people run all over me. And I think I've talked about this on my podcast before, but I had, I had several times where I thought I had good friends and they would run all over me. And I remember my cousin and some of my family members were helping me clean my bedroom one time. And someone found an old diary of when I was like 11 and I had written all the stuff in there about each one of my friends and like how cool they were and all the stuff I liked about them. And someone, I don't remember who it was, but somebody flipped it open and was reading through it and said, while you say all these, these nice things about your friends. And then, you know, my cousin looked at it and laughed and she was like, that's why everybody runs all over you because you're so damn nice. You know, and that day moving forward, I sheltered and protected myself a lot when it came to other people, because I was like, you're too nice. You run, you let people run all over you 
It's because you're too nice. And fast forward to now, if I gave you guys access to my notebook that I carry around with me everywhere religiously, it makes it in the car every day. I start with a, you guys know, I start with gratitude, then I start with a prayer, and then I go into my to-do list. My prayers always include my friends. Like amazing, I, I try to commit to amazing prayers to my friends because I don't want just wealth and blessings for me. I want wealth and blessings and gratitude for my friends and my great relationships. And I was only able to overcome that by being vulnerable with my closest friends, you know, being vulnerable with a counselor about how scary that was and being vulnerable at the start of a lot of my good relationships is that this scares me. How can we move through this? How can I trust you? And the only way to trust you is to connect with you through being honest about my fears about this relationship, friendship, whatever it may be. Don't be scared. Don't change who you are. Just be vulnerable. People left and right are changing who they are because they're hurt in relationships, they're hurt in friendships, they're hurt in their career, they're damned by someone, and then they close that chapter, they put up a wall, when instead, going into new relationships, building new friendships, going into new careers, starting new businesses, you could instead be vulnerable and use it as an opportunity to connect with the right people and disconnect with the wrong people. So I'm just asking you this 15-minute Friday to live Start living with some courage and be brave enough to be vulnerable. You have no idea who you're going to connect with and no idea who you're going to set free. And I want to close with a fair warning because I've had this happen too. Me telling you to be vulnerable, sound, this all sounds good and well, but there's also the, the chance, the, the very good chance, the probability that you'll be vulnerable with someone and it won't guarantee you that you'll get the results you want. Because the truth is, is vulnerability can be extremely painful. You could put that tender truth out there, allow yourself to be uncertain and uncomfortable and get little to no results from it, especially if it's with a current partner or somebody you might be in love with or something, and you still may not get the results you want. But I want you to understand that there's power and value and vulnerability. You could put that truth out there and you might be uncomfortable and uncertain, but that might be where you need to be right now. Because if there's anything that I try to stress to you guys on the Stranded Podcast, it's that being in a place of uncertainty and la- and not growing or uncertainty and um, un- being uncomfortable is exactly where you need to be to grow. So getting into that uncomfortable space that's going to challenge you to grow may start with you being vulnerable with some people around you right now. So don't worry about who you're going to make uncomfortable today, tomorrow, or in the future. Worry about what's making you uncomfortable right now and have the courage to be vulnerable because there's value in it. Happy flipping Friday, y'all. I love you guys. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.